Yeah. We're yeah. like a combination of yeah. that old show news radio where Joe Rogan was an actor in and uh, uh, Phil Bennett. Hartman and all of them uh, mixed with like The Office and Parks and Rec. We do okay. have that. And everyone plays its own their own role on this sitcom. And Kaplan is definitely the um, – the, uh, you know, the character that occasionally needs to be uh, told things multiple times, let's just say. Yeah. I not, disagree. Not, not, not the sharpest tool in the shed all the time. Totally disagree. Yeah. Totally disagree. Yeah, it's okay. Well, let me explain to you my philosophy on this and my thought process on this. Sure. It was real simple. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, we had a guy win Bash for Cash. We did. And, and I think he won $1,100. Does that sound right? 1200 bucks, something like that? Somewhere in yeah, that neighborhood. He won right? $1,100 yesterday. Okay, guy wins $1,100 yesterday. And we've been saying that today is the last day of Bash for Cash, right? Yeah. Okay, so what we all know internally is that next week we're going to restart it all on Tuesday, right? Correct, for the month of July. We're going to do okay. a whole other month of it, yes. Right, so what yes. my question was, are we going to say on the air today if you haven't won don't worry, because next week we're going to start it all over again. Or is it supposed to be some great big surprise that next week we're starting it all over again? I actually thought it was a legitimate question. I mean, when no, I mean, am oh, it's I not. okay? No, no, because they okay. I <laughs> you'll have so, to explain it to me, George. You broke them, Cap. You broke. I him. mean, in the email, they yeah. literally said we're going to start again next week. Like, Correct. what is there not to understand about that? Okay, time out. Hold on. The question was, are we telling okay, everybody okay, on I, air? I, okay, okay, hold on, hold on, okay. Hold on. I'm going to read this verbatim, okay? Just so everyone can be behind the curtain, everyone can be in our office in Parks and Rec episode here, okay? Tommy Lamb, as Chris, as Chris uh, pointed out, mm -hmm. said, uh, who's the head of our mortgage department, Muncie hit a home run in the first. Franklin Coronado from West Covina won $1,100. Mm -hmm. Today's cash prize is $100 and $200. Mm -hmm. Contestant can only pick a Dodgers player since the Angels play at 405 right. Today is the last day of the promotion in June. Right. Okay? Mm -hmm. Owning Mortgage is sponsoring the promotion again in July and will restart Tuesday, July 6th. Can what part of that is... Owns it Bash for Cash? Owning owns Bash for Cash, LZ. Excellent, excellent observation. Hmm. By you. Yes, took me um, only a month to figure that out. Nice job. Right. Thank you. Um, you've been reading it for a month too, so there you I go. I know. It's uh, a mystery. I kept wondering why the O was capitalized. There you go. Now, <laughs> Scott, what part of that is not direct? No, no, George. I don't know what is so difficult for you. What I'm saying is this: Are we saying today on the air this is the end of it? But then next Tuesday we come back and we go, wait, we're bringing it back, or? Are we saying today, if you haven't won, don't worry, because we're bringing it back next month? I didn't know if what the, what the email was saying was, okay, guys, cut it off today. Don't mention that we're bringing it back next week. Or, hey, is it okay if we start saying on the air so today? So let me ask you a question. You've, yeah, been you've been in radio for what? How long? 20-something years easily, easily, right? Easily, yes. Yeah. If you get an email from marketing telling you today's the last day of a promotion, but yeah. don't – but – they're going to spon the sponsor is going to be back again for July, so we'll restart right. on July 6th. Do you think they're telling us not to just spring it on people, or don't we want to promote the fact we're giving away money? Well, that's what I just wanted to make sure. Is right, that but why would okay. that? Why would you do the opposite of that? Why would you not want to tell people we're giving we're still giving away money in July? 
we are wouldn't. we doing this bit because we don't want to admit the Clippers might win a championship? No, yeah, no, we'll get to LZ. that. Oh, we'll get to the Clippers. I was just checking. I didn't know yeah. why we were well, still doing this. No, I but am they... I crazy? LZ, am I crazy after <laughs> what are. I read to you not assume are. that 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 you, the, that the promotion would continue in July? No, you're crazy that you're still confused while Cap is confused. We should be used to this by now, right? <laughs> right. What is what is so difficult here? I'm just listen to me. I'm a double checker guy. I'm a double checker. I don't even know what he's checking. Yeah, because here's what's going to happen, George. I'm going to blab my big mouth. I'm going to go on the air and go, hey, it's okay that today's the last day, but guess what? We're bringing it back next week, and then somebody's going to get back to me, and they're going to go, hey, moron, we didn't announce that yet. We were waiting until next week. I just wanted to make sure it was kosher to say, guys, if you don't win today, no problem. We're bringing it back next month. Compliments of owning. Yeah. That's exactly what was in the email. Yeah, I really don't think it's that. With a capital O, by uh, the way. Yes, that's right. All right, so Dina Rogers. Dina Rogers just tweeted us, okay? Dina Rogers uh, is a State Farm insurance agent. So she she listens to the show. She says, at Sedano, cap is rather thick, and not with two Cs, with a K at the end. Oh, no. The traditional version. Yes. Oh. Yes. Not with the K. Yeah. This oh. uh, double C, it'd be a good thing, Captain. Very oh. good thing. That means you're doing squats, you know, you're eating right. Yeah. But, yeah, the K. Yeah. K's no good, huh? No, yeah. it doesn't stand now, for okay, task, now, I'll tell now, you that. Greg, I, I will ask you briefly. Now, you know what, Greg, you clear, you participated in this email exchange. It was, it was, it was pretty obvious. <laughs> I mean, right? I'm not crazy here. Um, You might be crazy. I mean, I still could be crazy. You're absolutely right. Let's not be crazy about your crazy. Correct. However, um, I feel like Greg... Now, Greg, when you wrote back, yes, it's Tuesday, was that you being funny or you being serious to Kaplan? I was just... Trying to just end it. It was what I was trying to do. It was like so. Oh, because I, I thought it was funny when I. That's why I responded. Because when you wrote back after, I, I assumed it was a joke. It, I mean, it was, but at the same time, I was just like, all right, I'm gonna just let this one end it here. Yes, yeah. it, yeah. it was. A I joke. actually thought when when George checked with an email and said, so just checking for the third time, we can say it returns next week. I think a lot of times in in print. Yeah. The sarcasm does not necessarily okay. come through. Now, because of that, I yeah. wrote a smiley face at the end. Which I so, still didn't get his sarcasm. I feel like smile anytime, Laura, if there's ever a smiley face emoji at, or some sort of smiley face at the end of a sentence, are is that not a clear sign of sarcasm? If it had a warning sign pointing to sarcasm, saying it's sarcasm, that would be it. Yeah, I thought it was a typo myself. I oh, thought it was man. a colon, and then it was a typo. That's what I thought. Yeah, well, not everybody yeah. gets the emojis on their email, so I, that's why I did it the old school way with the colon yeah. and the, and the See, parentheses. that's why I had no idea that that was supposed to be sarcasm. I, Look, I, mean, I actually think it was a legit question, and, and here's the thing. <laughs> the fact, the fact that we're all in different locations yeah. and we're not all in the office, and it's not like you walk into somebody's office and you go, hey, just want to make sure it's cool, right? Like, we can tell everybody we're bringing this back because we're yeah. making a big deal yeah. that it's the last day today. But I just want to let everybody know that there's still a great opportunity to win next month. Yeah. Hey, is that cool? Can we go on the air and say that? That is that is why I was double-checking. I actually yeah. thought this was pretty legit. Yeah, I'm standing uh, by Laura, this one. Laura, let, well, look, Laura, you are the, you, you're, you're the pragmatist around here. You are uh, also uh, – I always feel like women in general are more uh, pragmatic. Uh, what what say you of this situation? Uh, were Greg and I uh, wrong for um, for razzing Cap, or was Cap just not really just following along? I mean, Cap 
tends to not follow along sometimes. Mm. So I'm gonna go with that. But then, but then he did something right now. Mm. He announced the the bachelor cash again. I'm like, maybe he's doing because that's the way he wants to promote it and to come off. Like he didn't get it, but he really did. Right. You just think he just wanted to promote it and the hell with it. So he's just yeah. going to use this as an opportunity because to continue been, to promote it, which yeah. is a good thing. It we've is coming back it. on July yeah. 6th. Thank we've you. We've been doing today. it for yeah. like yeah. ever now, 10 minutes, yeah. you know, instead yeah. of like yeah. really quick. So you know what, Cap? Maybe you did it the right way. See that right there? That I is called, know. ladies and gentlemen, and George, you mentioned it. How long have I been in this business? Uh, longer than most of our listeners have been alive. Unfortunately, I have to say that. Um, that's called promotion is what that's called right there. Yeah. I don't think that's what you were going for originally, clearly. But nonetheless, it worked out that way. Thank you. Well, listen, the good news is this. Yesterday, a listener of this radio show, of this radio station, yes. literally won $1,100. That's real money, dude. And so today, the winner is going to win 100 maybe 200 But the good news is next month, we're going to do it all over again. So there's lots of chances to win. Excellent. Steve Mason has just texted in that he wants to win Bash for Cash. Give him Mookie in the first. You can't win, Mason. You you, you work here. He's actually sitting give... right in front of me in the studio. Sorry, Elsie. Really? Maybe we should give yeah. it to him pennies if he wins. Yeah. Maybe Mason, he should adjudicate Mason here. is Maybe in the studio. Opinion. Put Steve Mason on he, the on the horn here. He's good. Yeah. Hello. He there? Give Hi, me Mace. Mookie in the first. It's it's Steve from L.A. Yeah. Hi, Steve. Wow. <laughs> first We're time caller, Steve. Long time uh, listener. Just driving home from work right now. I'm on the yeah. ten. Yeah. Yeah, no, Mookie in the first. Mookie's on fire right now. Yeah. How's the studio, by the way? I saw you were in there. I saw your Instagram post, which took me a minute to figure out what you were trying to say in your Instagram post because you used a font and a color that did not pop initially okay. until you scrolled to a different to, view yes, on the video. Yes. No, I was coming to work today. This is the first time back in the studio. And I got to say, I cannot wait to get back personally. I'm I'm excited to see people and to hang out with people. Not that there are a lot here at the moment, but it will be nice to see somebody and look at them in the eye while we're doing the show, as opposed to staring at a blank wall at home. So you're basically wow, is that saying what you call them a blank wall? No, no, no. <laughs> wow, I've had names when say, you get into fights, but yeah, I've never called mine would, a blank be wall before. Yeah, dude, that's, that's, that's savage. That's thick I mean, with a K, is what that is. Yeah. I mean, I I know that uh, you know you know I've I've mentioned in the past that uh, your uh, marriage life with Ireland you know has gone stale at times, but it sounds like you're rejuvenated to uh, to get that relationship back going <sighs> in person. Yeah, it'd be great to do that. Aren't you guys excited to do it? I know Not I really. am. No. I am actually I'm very excited I, I because here's like the thing because then I don't have to send emails to confirm things I can actually walk down the hall oh, you'll still do that now I'm I confused might, I might Bash now I might do it to be annoying for cash going to continue in July I am so confused <laughs> by this entire conversation See? why don't you send us an email yeah. and we'll spend 20 minutes clarifying for it <laughs> yes. anything to avoid talking about the Clippers Anything to avoid talking about. Oh, Mason, you've got to be like beside yourself. I at am. The moment. I am right beside myself at yeah. this moment. I am so now. Good credit, uh, Paul George. That was a great game. Blah blah blah. That's my analysis. Blah blah blah. Nice. Um, I still, I still think this is Suns in six. I was previous to this. I was Suns in five, but I've adjusted my opinion to Suns in six. Mm-hmm. Did you adjust your opinion after the game? Yeah, right after the game. <laughs> Actually, after with about two minutes left in the game, I adjusted my opinion because that was that was not a competitive game last night. I was surprised with, yeah. at Phoenix. Yeah. Did yeah. you see after the game, the fans are walking in the uh, arena and they're all chanting "Suns in six, Suns in six. Nice. Th- th- because the Suns in four guy 
has gotten so much publicity. Yeah. This guy's become such a star. So that Suns in four is now like a phrase that we all use. But anytime it's not in four, then they go Suns in five. Now it's Suns in six. And yeah. who knows? We might even be saying Suns in seven. Yes, it, it probably will be Suns in seven. Boy, in my estimation. Horry, now, let me ask George, you this. you're working hard right now, man. You Why are, is that? You did the like Kellerman show right today? Now. Yeah, right now, as opposed to right other now. days when I don't work. Yeah, on, no, which you is did fair. The, you did the that Kellerman show today. Now you're doing I did. this show. I did. I had to work with Raj. That should be like hazard pay. Yeah, it should. It should be. It should be. Yeah. Um. So Ireland, I heard him say he didn't even watch the game. Speaking of working hard, you had to work hard because your partner didn't even watch well, the damn game. In, in fairness, he was at a charity event last night. Well, he doesn't have a DVR? Well, apparently it was on, like, in the room, but nobody was really paying attention. He didn't get to watch it closely because he was raising money for a good cause. I thought that was a super cheap shot that Morales took at him when he said he didn't even watch the game. Well, no, he was raising money for a good cause. I want to defend John. What was the cause? You can do both. Both, yeah. I don't know what the cause was. I mean, he does that. (laughs) Something to do with Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the NFL draft. He did that event last night in uh, Newport Beach. I mean, listen, Ireland, I mean, he is the perfect pitch man for hosting an event, though. Like, oh, I don't oh. think there's any question no, about he that. Is I thought he was the... raising funds to buy Scotty Pippen's book so he can stop saying stupid stuff. Oh, oh Scotty's wow. out of control. And He'll say risky. anything. Yeah, it's, it's I love good. the f- I love the fact though that the book is on one half of the screen and the bourbon is on the other half. <laughs> right. of the screen. Hey, right. listen, that's good product Not that I'm promoting listen, anything. I'm waiting yeah. for the OnlyFans page next. so 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 mace uh you better be careful don't say anything about scotty because you may end up in the next book oh yeah no no i somehow i don't think scotty i'm on scotty's radar at this point uh he lives in la he may be a p1 first mookie in the first i'm telling you it's gonna happen last night it happened that's the easy bet for whoever no the easiest bet lz and cap nailed this a long time ago and greg i think for that matter uh shohei otani is the is the easy hard to pick the inning though but today you can't pick an angel player because the game was starting at 405. So today you got to right, go the Dodgers Angels game. Exclusive. Yes. Yeah, right. But the trick is to pick the inning. And if you really yeah. want to nail the inning, Mookie in the first is a great way to do it. But I feel like Otani has hit how many? Greg, he's hit at least a couple in the first, hasn't he, Otani? Yeah, I don't know exactly how many, but he's he hit two 26. this week. Yeah. <laughs> Every Ota- time he comes up, he tends to Ota- hit Otani in, in the first. first is good. I always, I, I'm always confused when people do like Mookie in the second. Well, no, Mookie is going to yeah, bat in the yeah, first right. inning. Yeah, he's, he's never really going to bat. Very in the difficult inning. to get in that second yeah, inning. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. It would have to be like seven to nothing for him to bat in the <laughs> yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. No, I, but uh, no, I just I'm. Con- it's going to happen in July, though, right? July sixth, yeah, we're back. Today's right. the last day for June, okay. and then July sixth after the holiday, batch okay. for cash. Got it. Because we're all going to be off on Monday for July fourth right. observance. That's right. Now, what will you do right. for the fourth of July? Uh, whoa, 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 hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I thought we were having a party at your house. No, that's not till Labor Day. It's a September. Oh. Oh, yeah, okay, September. The the Labor Day party is going to be huge. I'm expecting all you guys to be. LZ, are you going to come to my house for uh, Labor Day for the big now, bash? Who who who, who, was, who was invited to this party? Um, only my close friends. Okay. Like ninety of them. Right. Okay. So this is not like a work only party. No, what? it's going to be a blowout. When I think of Steve Mason, I think 90 friends. 90 friends? <laughs> well, wait, I've been to Steve Mason's holiday party. There's a lot of people there. There yeah. are a lot of people there. That's true. No, it's it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Are you also going to have valet service like you do for the holiday party? Um, Yes, okay. we will. Is yeah. it a plus that one? That doesn't sound real. It is a plus one. No, we will absolutely. In fact, we're thinking about having a uh, food truck. Nice. Oh, like Michelle Beadle used to do. Like, back like in the day. Beadle used to do, exactly. Yeah. Beadle's where I got the idea. Okay, there you go. Look yeah. at that. All right. 
Well, listen, Mace, just make sure you're listening for Bash for Cash okay. uh, today. And, of course, starting again on July twenty, July 6th. Pardon and me please, caller, whoever you are, Mookie in the first if you want to win the cash. All right. Okay. Mason Nyer leads you every day at 1 o'clock right after Thanks, the guys. Max Kellerman Show. See you, buddy. See ya. There he is. All hey, right. Mace. We will get into the Clippers a little bit. Listen for the cue to call in this commercial break for Bash, to ca- Bash for Cash, and you can win some money today, potentially. We'll be back in two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thank you, Christopher. Today's contestant is David Diaz in L.A. You are a bash for cash contestant. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Let's get this money, baby. Yes, sir. And yesterday... Yesterday, congrats to Franklin Coronado again from West Covina. He predicted Max Muncy would hit a home run last night and won $1,100. So today, Cap, what's the deal? Here's how it works. You pick a Dodger player to hit a home run, and in what inning? If you get the right player, it's 100 bucks. If you get the right player in the right inning, it's 200 bucks. That's it. Sounds good. I'm going to go with Mookie Betts in the first, like yeah. Steve Mason said, guys. There you go. So that's the pick. David Diaz in L.A., Moogie Betts in the first. Good luck, brother. We're going to put you on hold, okay? Thank you, sir. Good luck. I'm glad you took Mace, you know, his advice. Just know he's never won. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Make true. sure to listen. When, Cap? July 6th, Tuesday next week. And we'll start up again, Bash for Cash. Special thanks to owning, bringing safety and simplicity to refinancing your home. Visit owning.com for more information today. All right, welcome back. There you have it. Here we go. Did you just email again? That's right. The hell, man? Now I'm just doing it to be annoying. No, clearly. Yeah. We're well beyond that, too, for that matter. Yeah, now I'm just doing it to be a pain in the ass. And you spelled something wrong. So you wrote back in the group email. Yeah. So we can, in all caps, mention we are bringing Ty back next month. Uh, We're not... (laughs) I mean, you're bringing are, are time back for us? Thanks right. a lot. Kyle. I was going to say, is this a Postmates commercial I'm right. not aware of? Or like, I'm just allergic to peanuts. Thank you, Cap. You know, because yeah. Thai food. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're bringing back Thai next week. All right. Okay. There you go. Excellent work. So, uh, anyhow, so in the interim, let's do some sports here. Uh, so, I mean, you do not want to do sports? That's fine. Oh, I'm down with sports. Okay. I mean, there's a text that just rolled in about you. Do you want me to read it? I haven't sure. read it yet. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, this is from Hovick. Hovick says, Cap is so happy to go to the office that he forgot that the only reason. Okay, I'm not reading that. Uh, so. Didn't probably pre-read that one? Blindly. She probably shouldn't have done it blindly. Uh, so anyway, that's not is, nice, what, sir. Is, is, it, is it nefarious? Is it not? Nah, it's just not nice. Just don't Are be there a pictures? Jerk. It's not nice. Is there a picture of the Uber driver that Laura keeps talking about? Or is that me keep talking about the fact that Laura brought it up? Either way. Either way, it wasn't nice. It, it wasn't nice? nice. All right, yeah, fine. It just wasn't. It's not worth reading. I, I shouldn't have done that like that cold and blind. But anyway. Wait, um, was so it a text or a tweet? It was a tweet. Oh, okay. Because yeah. like uh, you said text, I thought someone personal sent it. I was like going. Oh, no, my bad. I meant tweet. Oh, yeah, it was oh, okay. a tweet. Yeah. So anyhow, the uh, 
the Clippers. To Steve Mason's point, can we just do this? Can we just say, let's tip your cap to Paul George? Look, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, and I'm not talking to you guys specifically. I'm talking to like everybody, like the audience too, because the audience plays a big role in this as well. Um, I- I'm not saying, okay, that you got to like him. I'm not saying you can't root against him. Hell, I'm not even saying you can't occasionally make fun of him. But I'm just saying you need to put some respect on that man's name, particularly after last night and after the last 10 games that he's been playing where he's averaging 30, 11, and 6 or whatever it is. I believe that what we are witnessing is very similar to what we used to see back in the 80s when usually it's a team that finally has this postseason breakthrough after being held back by so long. But in the case of Paul George, he is his own enemy, and we're seeing him push through that, if you will. Like, the reason why Paul George gets clowned a lot, and I know we're going to talk about this later, but it's germane to what we're saying now, is because he does it to himself so many times. He sets himself up, either in you know, interviews before games or immediately after games, the press conference. You know, my favorite Paul George moment um, in terms of off the court was when he made the right pass to C.J. Miles when he was in Indiana. C.J. missed a short jumper. Paul George initially said, you know, that's my guy. I'll do it every time. And then he saw the Twitters and the criticism, came back and said, I got to get the rock back. And you're like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> you don't do that to your teammate. And you don't do that to your own credibility. But he's had so many of those things in those moments. And so it makes it easy to punch him. Because there are moments in which he sticks his chin out and says, hit me. But with that all being said, that dude balled out last night. And there were moments in which I was like, work him, P. Work him, dog. Work him. Because when someone is in that flow like that, I don't care who it is. You should at least be able to, your point, George, acknowledge the greatness. And I'm here to say, I clown PG just like a whole bunch of other people. But when he balls, I'm going to give him his flowers. And, man, take the whole damn fl- orchid, man, and take the, all, the, all the flowers I got. Because last night, in a, in a moment when that team needed you, damn, dog, you balled. You know, I, I feel this way. I got it, okay, Laker fans? I got it. You don't like the fact that the Clippers share the building. You don't like the fact that they cover up the banners. You don't like the fact that they put up street signs making it seem like L.A. is their town. I understand why you don't like the Clippers. I got it. But the bottom line is if you're a sports fan and you look at a team that's never been able to get to a particular point and then they lose their number one guy and the number two guy is a guy who's never really been able to come through in the biggest of moments and now he is keeping this team alive getting them to three to two in this series just as a pure sports fan not as a laker fan not as a clipper hater just a pure sports fan you mean to tell me that you don't you don't think to yourself you know what this is actually kind of impressive no not at all because when i put that out on twitter today i've just been getting my ass handed to me all afternoon well there was your mistake twitter you're probably right (laughs) because there is no place on twitter for nuance um there's no place on twitter for I mean, rarely there's a place for positivity. I, I, I don't want to say never because I don't like to be an absolutist. But it, it's rare you get nuance. It's rare you get positivity. Uh, so if you put that out there, there on that platform, you kind of, you know, KYP, know your personnel. 
right? And if you're going out there on Twitter gener- or even Instagram, Instagram nasty as hell too, just not as nasty as Twitter, but it, that's Instagram the reality of what you're going to get. What's that? Or I just said Instagram's nasty for another reason. Well, there's that too. Yes. What's up, DMs? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's, there's, there's na- no, but that's nasty. Oh, my bad. My not, bad. not nasty. Just nasty. It really Whatever does it amaze is. me, though, that, 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 that you can't just give a little bit of credit and just respect a little bit. Like, wow. Seriously? Seriously, though? Go ahead. Cap? Yeah, go ahead. Seriously? Well, After what we just experienced with the quarantine, you wondering where the compassion is? Oh, oh, LZ. No, I, I got you. You wondering why? You wondering why folks can't just offer up a little olive branch to somebody who's not maybe on their side, but you know they're human too. You yeah. want what? 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 Yeah. Come on, Cap. I know you're no. right. I, 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 you're no. right. I should I should know better. I mean, every no. day I find another like stadium brawl. Because people can't all of a sudden go back to being next to each other and be like, hey, excuse me, sorry about that, pardon me. You know, like, like people are nuts all of a sudden and nastier than ever before. We're getting, re- you know, re-familiarized with one another. Each other's smell, each other's funk, each other's rhythm. But no, you don't go to Twitter to try to, you know, have nuanced conversations to George's point. You go to Twitter to make your point and then you walk. And you get out. Yeah, yeah. Right. it's like it's kind of like. In, have you ever seen The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger and uh, the Batman movie or no? Come on, I have to ask come you on. these because I don't. On. I don't know. Was no. Come on. No, 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 Cap. You don't get to say come on. Well, can what do you think? You the get answer? to say yes or no. I would say no. the answer is yeah, no. Answer's is no. my guess. You get to say yes or no. You, <laughs> okay. you can establish you don't get to say come on when it comes to recent movies. <laughs> right. Yeah, come yeah. On, so, come on was my way of saying come on. You know already. Oh, okay. All right. Fair. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, now. There is a scene in that movie where um, Harvey Dent is in the hospital. He becomes two-faced because he gets, you know, his face blown up. And the Joker, Heath Ledger, is blowing up the building as he's walking out and just kind of shrugs his shoulders or whatever. To LZ's point, that's Twitter. You go in, you, you throw your take out. You don't even look at it later because eventually you'll see there's a million mentions, there's a million likes, there's a million retweets, and that's just it. And maybe a few will break through that you want to look at. I would advise against it anyway. Or you want to promote something, right? Yeah. Like, hey, the show is coming up, or we've got Bash for Cash. Those are the tools for Twitter at this point. I Occasionally agree. engagement, but I would, I, would, I would caution against it. But, I mean, listen, I, I, just, again, pure sports here for a minute, not Clippers, yeah. not Laker Nation. No, it was awesome okay. what he did yesterday. Right. It was like, awesome, like awesome. When you, when you see a team like the Tampa Bay Rays, teeny tiny little market that has a tiny little payroll, make it to the World Series, as a sports fan you go, Wow, I got to actually appreciate that. Kansas City Royals, small market team, wins a World Series, and you go, man, I got to give those guys credit. There's a time when you just have to occasionally, as much as you're a hater, just respect and appreciate when someone does something unexpected. That's what the Clippers and Paul George are doing right now, mostly because Kawhi's not there. If Kawhi was there, this wouldn't be as big a story. No. This is the first franchise, guys, that I can think of in recent history that has a Hoosiers syndrome, but it's still being rejected. Like, usually, the Hoosier team, the underdog, the team that shouldn't be there, gets people to kind of rally behind them and kind of get behind the story. Well, But I- they're not supposed to be here, George, and there's still people who don't care that they are. Right now, first of all, Hoosiers a terrible movie. I just want to say that. Strong not that, disagree. Not, your analogy is 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 spot on, but a terrible movie, like awful. Strong like, disagree. 
No, just okay. Well, let's tackle that on the other side. It's, it's hard for you to say that, George, if you know what I'm talking about. So if you understand the reference, that means you got something out of the movie. Oh no, I, so, I so it no, couldn't have been completely terrible. No, no, the analogy I get because of the underdog aspect of it. I just think it's a terrible movie. Two separate conversations. Um, Love that movie. Um, I, I, we can Gene get into Hacker. that on the other side a little bit. <laughs> Plus, I, I do think LZ, you you actually were hit on something that makes a ton of sense. Um, in regards to just kind of the way we are uh, as we're getting to re- reacquaint ourselves with each other. L- we'll tackle that on the other side after we do overrated, underrated. Uh, that's coming up next. Stick around. 710 ESPN. Back in two minutes and 45 seconds. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thank you very much, Chris. All right, and LZ, you know what time it is. Mm -hmm, It's time for you to mess with my humanity. Yes. Actually, I think this one will probably be pretty easy for you. Uh, all right, so the two names that we have today are Colin Jost from SNL. Cap, this is the guy on SNL. He does Dude, Weekend Update. Dude, I'm already saying overrated. Go ahead. Okay, well, fine. You want to go first? You can no, go first if no, you like. No, let's Colin see if Jost. Cap goes first. Yeah. yeah let's he understands Jost. where pressure right, Colin is. Colin Jost and who? Colin Jost and Kawhi Leonard. So, I think Colin Jost is overrated. Um, I just don't love him on the news desk on SNL. I think he's okay. I've just never become a big fan. Like, there's another guy on SNL right now, Pete Davidson. I don't find him funny, not in the slightest bit. I find him annoying. Um, So I'll just immediately put Colin Jost as overrated. And Kawhi Leonard, I really want to put as overrated, especially right now, because if the Clippers are winning and staying in this series without him, that should automatically mean he's overrated. But because I already chose Colin Jost, Kawhi goes underrated even though I don't strongly believe that. LZ? Um, Colin Jost is not overrated because he is married to Scarlett Johansson. Boom! That's exactly what I was going with. I so did not I don't that. really know what Cap was talking about. I stopped listening <laughs> because I started scrolling through when Black Widow was going to come on air and which am I going to go into theaters or watch it down here. But yeah, he, he, not only is he married, George, to Scarlett Johansson, he married her in the midst of a pandemic. Right. Who wins in the midst of a pandemic? Colin Jost. Apparently so. George? I, I'm with you. Exactly. I, I mean, I, I literally could not agree more. So next. All right. Uh, we'll start with LZ this time then. All right. Because you didn't get to do it the last time. But bike shorts are making a comeback in the fashion no, world, apparently. No, no, no. <laughs> nope. Nope. I overrated. <laughs> I don't even have to finish um, the question. No, I want to hear all the things. All the things. <laughs> I do not want to see dudes, and I'm gay as Christmas, and I don't want to see dudes running around in the mall with no more biker shorts. I had to live through that through the 80s. No. So, all right, Cap. Wait, can you, you like just bike? finish, though? Finish I mean, the... it's pretty much our he bike shorts. He said men in biker shorts, man. What more do you need? Well, it's hard for me, LZ, because I'm a man in biker shorts. But you're biking. I'm talking about you at Whole Foods minding your own business, hicking some dude with some biker shorts on. It's women, too, just to be fair. Lots of women and Yeah, but men. we've gotten accustomed to that because of the yoga pants. It's just short yoga pants. <laughs> right. right. Oh, my God. In the 80s, I mean, dude, I used to have a friend of mine 
who played for the Raiders um, in the, the old school, the L.A. Raiders. His name was Bob Bukowski, and he was a defensive end that was a number one overall, not overall, but a first-round draft choice of the Raiders. And he used to have hair, long hair and earrings and a mustache, and he kind of looked like Hulk Hogan. And this dude, everywhere we went, this guy wore biker shorts, no underpants at all. You could see the outline of all of it, the whole fruit salad, the entire deal. So I love biker shorts when I'm biking, but uh, I can't rock them anywhere else, I can tell you that. I haven't worn biker shorts since easily like 1987, so overrated. And I was like 9 or 10 years old probably then. Greg? Oh, it's overrated. You know what this means, right? What's that? You have to return them now. We've spoken. (laughs) Turn them back. I know you thought they were coming back. You were fooled. Return them. I hope you still got the receipt. I'm trying to be fashion forward here, LZ, and you're kind of ruining it for me. Well, that's fashion backwards. Do not do that. Yeah, I I mean, when was the last time any dude wore biker shorts that wasn't actually, like, cycling? That's the new trend. Ever since we found out Millie Vanilli weren't singing a song, we stopped. Pretty much. I haven't heard about this new trend. I haven't seen this new trend. Are you sure it's really a new trend? Yeah, that's where I got the story from. It was on. It was online. Where? Where online? It was on Yahoo. Huh? Who Did wrote Yahoo it? cite some sort of fashion place, like fashion? I, I, uh, you know, I need outlet. names, Greg. I, I need this, to know who these people <laughs> yes, are that are trying to bring me, back these. Let bike me shorts. find this story for Greg, you. Greg, yeah, because like you know, if it's just Yahoo telling you, as opposed to like I don't know. What about the children, Greg? What about the children? What about the children? Bike yeah. shorts are used to police young people's bodies. A former athlete explains why, and they're saying it's back in trend. Ah, right, it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. All right, out. next. Yeah, you don't need me to explain any more of that. All right, no. anyway, Sedano, Hall of Famer Mike Schmidt has come out and said that the frisk the pitcher policy that was started last week is just an excuse by MLB for poor hitting by the hitters. Is this statement overrated or underrated? Um... Let me think about this for a second. It, they're saying it's the it's just an excuse for poor hitting. Yes. Um. I mean, I don't think that that's overrated because they were hitting poorly. Now they are hitting much better since. Um, and my position continues to be that although the pitchers were given uh, you know a finger and they took an arm, they did that at the behest of Major League Baseball, and then all of a sudden Major League Baseball pulled the rug from under them. So they are mostly to blame here. Like if we're doing a uh, blame pie, shout out to the Kamenetsky brothers, uh, it would mostly be for Major League Baseball. So I'm going to say underrated on Mike Schmidt. Sorry, I had to work that one out in real time. Nice job. Nice job because I was trying to figure it out too. Is it overrated or underrated? Because, see, the thing is, and LZ, I know you brought this up a few weeks back, hitting and, and the, the strategy of hitters – are guys trying to put the ball in play? Are they trying to put the bat on the ball? Or are guys just swinging for the fences? You know. And by the way, here's another thing. The shift. The, the most annoying thing in baseball is the shift. They should get shift, rid of that. Yeah, you know? it's terrible. It's and bad so, for the game. Yeah, so. It's, it's, it's really embarrassing, isn't it? It's I just bad for the game. Like it's, I get the strategy. The that can't hit opposite. It just, yeah. it's like, oh, I don't want to see that. I get the strategy behind the shift. I just think it's not good for the game. It's just yeah. it just looks bad and it just makes it boring and um and it's just it just plays pure numbers. It doesn't play gut. Blah blah blah. Bottom line is Mike Schmidt is a Hall of Famer who could hit and he's looking at a generation of guys who aren't hitting and he's saying baseball's making up an excuse for these guys. Well, we all got that. So I'm gonna go with underrated. Yeah, I'm the same. I was gonna say the exact same thing. That Cap was saying that I Man, said, are you and me on the same said. page, LZ? We are so smart together. 
together. Together is a key word there. Yeah. Hey, wait, We're Cap. at the Wonder Twins. Yeah. Cap, so you're telling me that you don't like when Manny Machado is in deep right field? I hate it. <laughs> I freaking hate when I hate the shift. I don't care who's doing it. I hate it. It looks bad. It doesn't look like real baseball, you know? And, and, and LZ, you just said it. Guys who, you know, they, they're supposed to, theoretically, they're going to try and hit away from the shift. Well, right. guess what? There are no Tony Gwynns out there. Right. Which goes back to Smith's point. Yep. All right, next. All right, this is going to be a little more of a sports one for you, too, Cap. Former, pa- former Panthers tight end Greg Olson stood up yesterday to discuss the, the parity and pay between tight ends and wide receivers in other positions. He said, we have to do the same stuff. He didn't say stuff. That, you almost didn't say stuff either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that $15 million a year left tackle has to do and run routes against the same guy as that $15 million a year wide receiver has to run routes against, and they're going to pay us $7 million? Is this quote overrated or underrated? I would say it's underrated because I think he's right. I think that the tight end position is one of the most underrated, back to the same word, positions in the NFL because there are some guys who are considered good blocking tight ends and then there are other guys who are considered good receiving tight ends and then there are other guys who can do it all and so they are playing a tackle and they are playing a wide receiver and more often than not they're not compensated like the left tackle or the premium wide receiver so I would say that it's an accurate quote and I would say that it's underrated. I'm going to also say underrated, although I do feel like the tide is turning for tight ends. Um, uh, and look, I think Greg Olson has had a fantastic career. Uh, I think Greg Olson is going to have a great media career. Uh, but if you look today, Adam Schefter reported some news today that Kyle Pitts, who is the youngster from the University of Florida, the tight end, who I believe was the fourth pick in the draft to the Atlanta Falcons, mm-hmm. uh, had his entire $39 million, uh, $39 million rookie contract guaranteed, which is the first time a tight end uh, of any sorts, rookie or not, has had his contract fully guaranteed. So I do think that the tide could be changing on that. Well, I would say boo-hoo Greg. Boo to the who Greg. Because in my humble opinion, there is no more disrespect via the salary than how you pay kickers. Tell him, LZ. Adam Vinatieri, and I just Googled this because I just wanted to make sure I was sure. Because I remember when he retired, I was uh, like blown away by his total salary earnings. He played 24 seasons. Unbelievable. And it says here he made a total of $35.1 million over the course of 24 seasons. And Adam Vinatieri, arguably, over the course of those 24 years, was the second most important player of every Super Bowl team he was on. Amen to that. So I understand what he is saying, but if you want to begin with equity, I would start at the guy who gets thrown out and booed if he misses the game-winning field goal before I will with the tight end. That's just me. You want to know something really quick, though, on that, LZ? Is that back in the day, 24 years ago, when Adam Vinatieri was a free agent and an undrafted player, his minimum contract at the time was probably like $200,000. So for the first, like, maybe four or five years of his career, he was probably making two, two fifty, three, three fifty, until he finally got the big money and he got to seven figures. All right, that is overrated, underrated. We play that game every day at 430. We'll be back in literally 60 seconds.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I still can't believe, even though I've now heard it multiple times and heard it just literally two seconds ago, that you, Greg Bergman, said that Val Kilmer was a better Batman than Christian Bale. And I have also said that I went a little far on that one. I mean, well, I don't know what I heard there. Michael, <laughs> like, really, really, really far on that one. But anyway, Michael Keaton is the best Batman, not Val Kilmer, of course. Mm. Val Kilmer was a good Batman, though. I think he's an underrated Batman. Oh, no, Batman. he was not. Are you doing this again? <laughs> yeah, no, I am. I'm, I'm not saying he's no, better he than Christian Bale. Not. I'm not saying I enjoyed that movie. I don't Listen, care what anybody Val said. Val Kilmer has been Batman. good in a lot of movies. He has. He has been good in a lot of movies. Tombstone? He was not good in Fantastic. Batman and Robin what or whatever the, the hell. Batman Forever, whatever the movie was he was in. Batman what was the Forever. purpose of his Batman? Do you even know? No, there was no purpose. He it was just, hey, we need a good-looking guy. That's what it is. We needed, he needed to fight the Riddler and Jim Carrey, and he needed to fight Two-Face. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, right, was in that movie too? No, no, that was the one with uh, was that Clooney? Clooney? That was Clooney. Yeah, uh, don't, Clooney don't mix with Poison that Ivy. Yeah, that was I mean, terrible. L- like, seriously, Val oh, Kilmer's had it. What did you just say? That was terrible. Oh, so you are capable of of noting the differences between high quality and poor quality. Yeah, yes, yes, I absolutely am. So why won't you apply it as it pertains to Michael Keaton versus Val, or Christian Bale? No, because... Christian Bale is Batman to me. Not wait, what did I just say? Yeah, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. I said the wrong thing. I said the wrong thing. I'm so glad we only got a day left, but you came out just in time. No, I mean, think of think of of the movies that Val Kilmer has been in. Top Gun, right? Uh, Willow was a great movie. What about The Doors? Uh, The Doors Doors was was so good. Right, Tombstone. He played Doc Holliday. Right, like Heat was fantastic, and he was in it. Um. What was uh, the Pollock? He was in Pollock. Pollock was a, a Oscar no, on Val, Val Kilmer is the film. truth. Yeah. It's just, I here, here's my thing, right? Because Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, Christian Bell, you know, George Clooney, these are outstanding actors. They're outstanding actors. I think all of them have been nominated at least for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. We know a couple of them have won Oscars. I mean, these are good actors. Correct. It's about the vision. You know, that's really what it's about. And yeah. You well, know, that was a, lot, a Joel Schumacher bit, right? I was right? going to say, Joel wanted to do some camp. Yeah. And yeah. Tim Burton wanted to do, like, you know, his darker. fancy, his world. Yeah, a yeah. little then, darker, a little right. darker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And then Christopher came in and said, I'm going to do the damn thing. Right, I'm just going to do it right. <laughs> right. right, that's all. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. Look, there are, lo- there are a lot of people that look at that Batman character and say, this person is my guy. Now, I'll give you an example. Uh, today is the 42nd anniversary of the James Bond movie Moonraker with Roger Moore. Now, look, I grew up as a kid, and Roger Moore was James Bond. It wasn't Sean Connery. Now, my dad, when I would tell him, wow, Roger Moore is awesome as James Bond, I remember he'd be like, yeah, but you don't know. Like, you need to see Sean Connery as James Bond. And, you know, as I got older, I saw them, and they were very good. But as a kid, I thought... A View to a Kill was the best James Bond movie, and I thought Roger Moore was the baddest James Bond there was, and the only James Bond there was.
Everybody's so, got their thing. Yeah. Like personally, like until, you know, the moment that I saw, you know, Daniel Craig come out the water with that speedo. Right. Sean Connery was my favorite James Bond. Right. And then that happened. Right. And I don't even remember Sean Connery as James Bond. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's got their thing. Yes. Yes. Um, speaking of movies, LZ, you made the analogy that the Clippers are like the like the movie Hoosiers, right? They're the underdog, except no one is is taking to them per se. Um, I don't know about you know. I think little by little they're bending some media people at least. Like you've seen more positivity out of the media nationally uh, about the Clippers. Um, you know, you giving them their their flowers today, right? Like Kaplan has. I think little by little there's some of that. Fans are not going to change, but here's the reason. And I'll get to Hoosiers being a terrible movie in a second. Um, just to finish this conversation, and Elsie, you of all people know this because you work in news and politics, and you You're know right. that this world is prominent when it comes to this. Yes, Gene it's simply, Hackman is a genius. No, it's not that. It's oh, simply tribalism, okay? Mm-hmm. Tribal, tribalism has become so prominent in society that it's, it, to Cap's point, you can't tip your cap to other people. You're like, no, it's my people, it's my team, nobody else is, screw everybody else. And that's become pervasive in every aspect of our life. Now, it was that in sports for a while, too, but it, even occasionally would be like, all right, fine, that guy broke us, that guy won us over, even if just for a, 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 a sliver of a moment, right, in life. Uh, you know, but... Nobody wants to give an edge anymore because of tribalism. You you hit it right on the head, man. Like, I remember growing up, and I was in the Whitney Houston tribe. Right. Whitney, Whitney, Whitney. Right. Whitney could do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Then came Mariah Carey trying to sing. Uh-oh. And we were like, uh-uh. This is for Whitney. Who Who is you? We don't know you. <laughs> you're not allowed to sing? No, you're not allowed to sing and hit them notes. We don't know you like that. Yeah. But eventually it was like, wait, we can like Whitney and Mariah? Right. And it's okay? Yeah. I mean, it's it's an oversimplification. And I'm not saying it's exactly the same thing in sports because I no. think those emotions run far deeper than that. Sure. And you have more generational connection than that. Yes. So I'm not making it apples to apples. But what totally. I am saying is that yeah. it is possible to say the Lakers is the greatest franchise that's ever been franchised and still acknowledge that the Clippers are two games away from the finals. Yeah. Right, L- that L- they've had a good season and that <laughs> right. Paul George is bawling out after right. everyone made fun of him. He's bawling out. And he's right. doing it without the number one. By the way, somebody said this to me on Twitter earlier. They said, okay, smart guy, um, you're actually saying give the, the Clippers a little bit of respect for what they've accomplished so far, which is nothing because they're only in the Western Conference Finals and they haven't won this series and they haven't won a championship. And so here's what somebody said to me. If the Chargers won the Super Bowl, would you give them some respect? And I said, yeah. you know what? I would root for them to lose, obviously. Yeah. But if they overcame all the odds and they found a way to win, I would tip my cap. I would show them some respect. I'd be unhappy about it. I yeah. wouldn't be rooting. I wouldn't be you know, putting on a jersey and going to a parade. But right. I would at least as a sports fan understand that they've done something they've never been able to do before. Correct. Yeah, that's it. That's all it is. I'm, no, I, I said this earlier, right? Mm-hmm. And and I, I said very simply, I'm not asking you to like him. I'm not asking you to root, you know, to, to root for him. 
Uh, I'm not asking you to not even occasionally make fun of him if he deserves it. But just put a little respect on his name and put a little respect on that franchise name. This year, things have broken their way. And they've actually, not only has it broken their way, they have punched through to get it to go their way too. I mean, they, they've, they have earned this. And last night, like for real, they balled. Like we're talking about PG. Reggie Jackson balled his ass off. He did. And if Morris, if, if if Morris, if Twin doesn't come out in that first half and do what he did, the absence of Zubac is probably much more significant. Correct. So I'm going to give them their props. They balled last night. Now all the pressure in the world yeah. is back on Chris Paul and right. Devin Booker and the Suns. All now, the we, pressure. Agreed. And can we get to the Hoosiers being a bad movie? Because it's like, but I know it's I, I, loosely based can't. on a true story, but it's really not like no, that I, realistic. I'm sorry, but I've seen Glitter, so I actually have a different barometer when it comes to bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, category. glitter. Glitter is like, like sewage. That's not even like trash. It's like sewage. Right. I don't think Hoosiers is trash. I just don't think it's a good movie. Um, I also don't think Rudy is a good movie. Oh, now that's different. That's totally Why? different. Why is Ru- that? Different? Rudy's Rudy's horrendous. Okay, because Rudy is a movie that ultimately the climax is about one play. Okay, right. so the entire storyline is about one play. No, Hoosiers, it's not. Hoosiers is a great movie because it's about an underdog team that didn't belong, and there's that one scene where Gene Hackman says to him, hey, measure the basket. How tall is it? Ten feet. See, guys? Rudy, Rudy is about resolving your past so that you can be in the present, man. It's not about the play. Okay, let, let's open this up. What do you think is bad? Let's, let's open this up. What's a worse movie? Rudy or Hoosiers? <laughs> Wait, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Yeah. We'll get to that in two minutes. 